Big Sis Podcast. We love Big Sis. Hey, hey, I'm Karen Mason from Big Sis Australia and welcome to this episode of the Big Sis Pod. Now, although most of the topics on this podcast are targeted towards females, I really love hearing from the blokes as well. Now, don't forget to hit subscribe to this podcast. And if you do love what you're hearing, I'd really appreciate your review on iTunes. That way it's going to help spread the word on what I'm trying to do here. Now, let's get this podcast started. In a world full of internet dating, a lot of us are actually losing touch with our body language skills face-to-face. So joining us right now for this episode, Katia Lewisell. She's a relationship and body language expert, and she's going to teach us right now how to nail that first date. Welcome, Katia. Hello. Thank you so much for having me. I love this topic. I know, (laughs) and I love you and your passion behind it. Well, I love you right back. Yes. Oh, thank you. Now, I'm not sure sure if you've been following uh, me on Big Sis Australia through social media platforms. So you may have seen Katia and I have a chat before, but today we are talking about nailing that first date. Yes. Okay, so we were going to be giving away some handy tips. Yes, and this is the thing. You know, I think the best way to start with this is to say, honestly, no matter who you are, first dates are nerve-wracking, aren't they? You know what I mean? I don't care whether you're a 10 out of 10 or (laughs) have a million dollars in your bank account. If you think someone's kind of cute or they're kind of hot and they want to go out with you on a date, all of a sudden, none of that matters, right? You lose your mojo. (laughs) Where did it go? You lose your sanity. We put so much pressure on ourselves. So I wanted to give you five tips. So my number one tip would be to relax. It's just a date. Come on. And I know that sounds like Are you talking? Okay. Okay. I'm going to be a bit cheeky here because you can handle it. Now, when you say relaxing before a date, am I thinking something about Mary style? I'm saying relax, it's just a date. (laughs) I don't mean get yourself nice and relaxed and in the mood, although, you know, I mean, it might help for some people. But what I mean is actually, you know, we put so much pressure on ourselves. And if you can take one thing away out of today, it's this, that to manage your expectations, because our expectations when we're dating, they are the reason They are the reason, I'll repeat that, for nearly every dating no-no you can make. Pretty much every first date disaster came because we go in there with these ridiculous expectations of the other person or ourselves. So therefore, you know, we get so nervous and we get drunk or we get so worried that they don't like us and we start talking about all the people we've dated in the past and then halfway through we're thinking, why am I doing this? This is crazy, right? So be in the now as well. Yeah, absolutely. Mm. So be in the now and make it more about, I guess, which brings it to my second point is treat them almost as if they're already your friend. At the end of the day, it's not even just about whether they're going to like you. You don't know if you want to have a relationship with this person. Why? Because they're cute and they asked you out. So what? And us women do fantasise on the first date. Oh, marriage, kids. We're shockers. Yeah, so expectations, right? I mean, if you go into a first date and before that, and particularly with text messaging, you can build up this fantasy of the person they are. And what happens is because when you're texting, although it's fun and it's a great way to flirt or chatting online, what actually happens is because you don't have 
have any non-verbals. You don't have any body language. You don't have any facial expressions. You don't have any para language or, you know, the way they speak, their tone, the speed of their voice. You don't have anything. All you've got is a few words written down on a text message and your beautiful fantasy, which fills in all the blanks of this amazing person and how fantastic they are and what you'll look like in that wedding dress <laughs> and how <laughs> cute your, babies. your kids will look like, right? Yes. <laughs> and True. so... But what happens then is when we go into a date or a relationship with these kinds of expectations, it's no longer about the other person. Let's be real. It's about what can I get out of you? Am I going to, are you going to stick around with me? And then we wonder why sometimes we then jump into these relationships without having asked the serious questions or even really knowing if we're compatible because we get into a relationship because we're lonely not because they're the right person for us, mm. because they seem to on paper fill in the blanks and I'll take that thank you because right now I've got a dopamine boost and I'm feeling fantastic. But that's not a great relationship, you know. It's not a good foundation. And so, you know, just actually connecting like your friends, you know, shine the spotlight on them a little bit that will also make you more attractive, which is a bonus, right? So saying that you're a listener, <laughs> not always a talker. <laughs> exactly. And also, you know, the thing is that, you know, research tells us that we like people who like us. And so in terms of your body language, research also tells us that you can make yourself more attractive by sending out more green light signals, so sending out more signals of interest. So flicking the hair, girls? Is that, <laughs> is that, does that work? Flicking that old, oh, yes. Look, this is the thing. If Most of the time what happens is what I call nonverbal leakage. What you think and feel tends to come out. So if you're sitting next to, like I'm sitting next to you and you're gorgeous. We're leaning so, forward yeah, now, yes. Forward. So if you? I'm sitting next to you, opposite you, <laughs> and, and what I'm actually thinking is, wow, you are the most amazing woman. You're gorgeous. Oh, I'm having such an amazing time. <laughs> this is a, fantastic. What my body, I'm going to have over 10,000 stimuli per interaction that say, wow, you know, you're amazing. I like you. Let's connect. And you're going to feel in sync. And research tells us and fMRI studies and, and EEG um, studies show that when we're in sync, our brain waves actually sync up. Our hearts actually sync up. You know that feeling you get when you actually feel really connected and you're just like, oh, it's meant to be. <laughs> oh, we're soulmates. We've known each other in exactly a different right. lifetime. Yep. And so, so there's no magic trick. It's not about flicking the hair. It's actually, you know, we're born with this amazing gift. It's the gift to connect because nonverbal communication is our first language. It's how we connected when we were babies. It's how we got love. It's how we got food, how we were nurtured. If we actually just truly listen and connect with that other person like an amazing human being, then we're going to send out signals that say, I'm listening to you. We don't have to flick the hair because if we're like them, we'll be doing it automatically. We'll be preening. But that's going to make us more attractive because we're going to be open. The person's going to feel comfortable around us. And we're no longer going to be worrying about, oh, my God, I feel so fat, ugly. Why did I wear this stuff? Because then what comes out is negative nonverbals, yeah, which basically course. say, stay away from me. You know, we get fidgety. We find it really hard to connect. And so it's just about stopping all that crap, the monkey on your back and says, nye, nye, nye. and the easiest way to do that is just be present and focus on the other person. Okay. So we've gone, the first one was uh, relax. Relax. And the second one was... Keep it friendly. Yes. Just pretend they're a friend. And we went in, then into the nonverbal communication, which is number mm-hmm. three. And so if you're worried about how you come across in terms of your nonverbal communication, just do a mental checklist. Uncross your arms and legs, smile, you know, push your chest back. Guys, 
and girls, it, if you do that for two minutes, it actually boosts uh, testosterone. Oh, and let me do that now. You know, it's like the the Wonder Woman pose, and it oh, reduces yes. cortisol, so it actually makes you more likely to take risks and makes you feel less stressed. Right. Yes, just this simple. And but doing the opposite, crouching and crossing your arms and legs, actually increases the stress hormone. Plus, cortisol. you're going to be a hunchback when you're Plus, older. That's right. We don't want that. And so another tip is to keep it short. Sometimes you know you, you're chatting to somebody and they seem amazing on paper, and then all of a sudden you're like, well, let's go for drinks, then let's go for dinner, and then let's take a nightcap, and you want to drag it out as long as possible. What you want to do is keep them interested. Yes. Build Play a little hard bit. To get. Well, you know. Just a, a coffee date is fantastic or a fun date, you know, I don't know, go parasailing or whatever it is you want to do, but don't drag it out. Wait for the next one. And last but not least is if you're a girl out there, offer to pay. Offer I to always pay. do that and men love it. Right? They're like, where did this girl come from? She's from outer space. Serious. They <laughs> yeah. do. They look at me like I'm a freak. But they love it, right? Yeah. And because this is the thing and, you know, I think that – For the ladies out there, I have to say, I think that we're very unfair on men. You know, we want equality. We want to get paid equally. All these amazing things, which absolutely we should have. But then when it comes to dating, we're sending out all these mixed messages. Mm. And for the guys out there, it can be very confusing. So they just don't know the right way to go about it. I agree with that because they, yeah, it's... Very confusing for women as well yes. because it's like, oh, I'm trying to be in my feminine. Yes. So then do I let him yeah. get into his masculine? But then I just think the masses of women, like if we're going to be generalising, is that they do almost expect the male to pay. Yeah. So I, I like that. And sometimes people go on dates just to get a free dinner, which I think is the most insane, oh. crazy, ridiculous thing that you can do. I don't and know so, anyone like that, thank well. goodness. <laughs> or unless they haven't told uh, me I that. have to say I've coached a few and <laughs> it takes a little bit of uncoaching to say, no, please don't do that. But you know what? At the end of the day, it's just treat other people how you want to be treated, right? Mm. And this may turn out to be the love of your life or it might just turn out to be you know, someone cool and interesting that you get to hang out with for a little while. Okay. Well, I really like those five tips to get us started. Now, I've got a couple of other just random Mm -hmm. questions that while you were talking, I was like, I want to find out. So when we go back to this online dating world, Mm. okay, and it's quite common, I think, that when you turn up to that first date, they don't really look that way in person. (laughs) What do you suggest someone should do in that situation? Don't run straight away to the door? Look, it's a tricky one, isn't it? But I guess the way that I would see this is, you know, it's very tempting just to sort of say, well, you know what, you lied and this person, you know, I'm not going to put up with this. But actually, if you lie on your online profile, you're not doing it because you feel fantastic about yourself and you've just got this inflated ego and you think you're the bee's knees. You're doing it because you have low self-esteem and you feel as though people genuinely don't want to connect with you if you represent your true self. And me, this is just my personal opinion, but I actually find that quite sad. Yeah, I do and, too. And I think that rather than take it as a negative, it's the fact that this person has looked at our photo and thought, wow, this person is hot, but they are way out of my league. So I'm just going to have to make a little bit of stuff up. So rather than just saying, piss off, <laughs> I'm going. I'm out of here. Yeah, I'm out of here. See you later. <laughs> Even just having a short date with them, 
but actually being honest and rather than getting angry with them, just say, you know what, you you actually seem like a great person. I don't think that you you should just use your normal photo. You know what I mean? So give them encouragement. And I know that that may sound like a crazy thing, but whenever we exaggerate ourselves or whenever we big note ourselves, it comes from a place of low self-esteem. And I think that the world we live in with dating actually makes it very difficult to go out there and feel like you're worthy of love the way you are. Because everything in the media tells us we're not worthy. Mm. Everything in the media says you've got to be tall, slim, rich, smart, you know, and even then you're not good enough, oh, right? everything. I know. Everything. Mm. And no matter who we are, we all have moments when we feel unworthy, unlovable, just a loser, right, and completely undateable. And maybe if we just actually think what that feels like and come from a place of understanding, then, you know, we might actually just change somebody's life just by actually being nice but being honest in a nice way. You yeah, know? I love that. Something that I, I know we haven't really discussed it before, what do you think about the online dating and the safety issues? Have you got any advice like, yes. about the safety of yeah. being online and, and doing it properly? And I think particularly now because we've got, you know, obviously the geo-filtering with the apps where basically you can see how close somebody is to you and, and you know, with a lot of the phones now you can actually see literally like it's some of the scary. Snapchat features exactly where you like live. actually on the map <laughs> on and the map. if you didn't know that it's like you know you have to go into the yes. notifications and change it but so many people aren't aware of that yeah so I think number one is to not spend too long chatting to somebody online before you actually at least talk to them on the phone because as soon as you talk to someone on the phone and you hear their voice a voice is directly linked to emotional brain so it tells us a lot about a person and as soon as we do that you know sometimes you just hear someone and you think, oh, as you're saying something, and you think, oh, that doesn't feel right. Mm. You can't get that from a text message because you're I only reading that, that in. I yeah. had never thought of yes. that to pick up the phone. I mean, pick how up. stupid <laughs> is that? Oh, we're texting Ooh, on the phone. We're going to talk shouldn't. on the phone. Why would I want to talk to you? I want to date you, but I don't want to talk to you. <laughs> What is wrong with us? Okay, so that's great yeah, advice. So, so number one, don't leave it too long because also then the longer you leave it between chatting online and chatting on the phone, the more the fantasy will build up. And what is happening is whether something is real or your fantasy, you're still going to get the boost of serotonin, dopamine, norepinephrine, which is going to put you in a state of ecstasy. Okay. You're drugged yep. basically. When you're drugged, you no longer hear or feel those red flags. Your gut feeling is silenced by the big dopamine boost. And so if you put yourself in a situation where you're waiting too long, so basically you've started a fantasy relationship because it's not real, then any little niggly feelings, you're going to silence them. You're going to quell them because you've come to the point where you think you're in love with that person even though you're not. Even so, though you haven't even met them Yes, yet. <laughs> but it absolutely happens all the time now. People feel like they're in love with people that they haven't met. It's mm. lust it's, and it's fantasy. It's not real. Mm. So this is the thing. Also, always make sure you tell someone where you're going. Obviously, send a photo of that person, you know, and even tell them, oh, you know, I've, you know, my friends know that I'm going here. Just make sure that they know that you're not on your own. Always go to a public place. And another reason for keeping it short, you know what I mean? Just mm. actually get to know this person first a little bit. You know, you can always use, of course, you can cyberstalk a little bit with Facebook and Google. and <laughs> That's just normal. That's not, isn't it funny but that at least back you're doing in the day? research, right? Like yeah. if they don't exist, 
then okay. <laughs> what? Well, yeah, what would you say if someone says, oh, I don't have a Facebook profile or I'm not on social media? But how come they're on the app? Yeah. So that would be a bit of yeah. a Yeah, and, and I guess mark. this is the thing is those things, if you're actually with them in person, it's easier to see whether that feels right when they say that. But once again, unfortunately, our ability to read someone's body language and signals is affected by a few things. And I'll run those through. And this is why we can't tell if somebody's lying to us. Our beliefs and expectations, our experiences, our desires, fantasy land we live in. So if we see this person and we truly believe that they're a soulmate that we've happened to meet on, you know, Tinder. <laughs> see, I've I've posted about this. I'm not online dating and I don't want to be on it anymore. I've tried it. So I really love hearing this yes. information. And this, but this is the thing is we have become a society that's addicted to instant gratification. Any single thing you want, whether it's movies, food, music, sex, dating, whatever you want. You can have it. You click your fingers right now. And you have the world of choice. What happens in dating is our brain isn't actually very good with choice. We don't make a very good decision when we have too much choice. So, what happens with these dating apps is it actually becomes, it is a form of online gambling because it has does the same effect. It actually, every time we get a ping, what happens? It's gamification of dating. What happens is it releases a dopamine it's boost in our brain. It's addictive, isn't and it? And it's exactly so the same. So you want more and yes. more and more matches, which yeah. means you leave all these other people yes. like untouched. You've matched with them, yes. but you never contact. And also, and then every time you get the little ping, then it gives you a dopamine boost. So what happens is we're not even sometimes reading people's profiles. All we're doing is looking at the photos and just going as fast as we can because it becomes this game. Mm. And what's actually happening is we're waiting for the next ping. In a lot of these situations, and now I guess, you know, let's talk about shows like The Bachelor and Bachelorette and that sort of thing, Mm. is what happens is people are dating multiple people at once. And it's what I call a lust hangover. If you're dating multiple people at once or you're kissing multiple people at once, every time you're with somebody or kiss somebody or getting excited about chatting with somebody, it's releasing dopamine. So imagine this scenario. This is the best way for me to explain it to you. Imagine that you go out on a night, a Saturday night, you've got all dressed up and you have a glass of champagne. Then you have a cocktail, then you have a glass of wine. By then I would be on, on the floor. But <laughs> It sounds like me. I mix right. my drinks way too much. Now, <laughs> which drink made you feel good and which one, which one is giving you the hangover? This is the thing about dopamine. So alcohol releases dopamine, kissing, flirting, playing on your phone, getting text messages, all of these things release dopamine. Dopamine makes us feel good. It gets us addicted. It stimulates the reward center of the brain, right? So what happens if you're kissing or dating lots of different people at the same time is one, you don't know which person you're actually attracted to. You can't tell anymore. Because obviously, you know, when you go on a date with somebody you haven't heard, you know, and you don't see them for a week, you still feel good at the beginning of a relationship, right? Because dopamine doesn't just wear off in 24 hours. But this is the other thing, is that if there are any niggling gut feelings that you have, which are really strong indicator, and we should listen to those because that's actually us telling ourselves what's going on. Yes, intuition is so important. Let's just say that somebody isn't texting you back And so normally you would have these gut feelings that would be coming up, something doesn't feel right or whatever. But in the meantime, somebody else is ping, ping, ping. Your your phone's going crazy. The computer's going crazy. I love your ping, ping. Yeah. Then what happens is you're getting a dopamine boost. So you feel good until you're no longer listening to these bad feelings. And so you'll forgive all this other stuff. And then if if there was no one else, then we would be sitting with this... (gasps) 
They well, if you're just waiting for that one yes. person to reply, you'd be like, what a, you know what, yes. he hasn't messaged for and a week. And it would week. feel bad, right? Yeah. Like it would feel painful and depressing and bad and it would give us this feeling of what's going on or if you know what I mean yeah but it's hidden because you're getting all your bing ping 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 you don't even realize because your life so feels good true. I'm so attractive <laughs> I'm so hot right now I'm I've so got hot. 100 matches and I never speak to them <laughs> oh, I've that? got no one to date but boy am I popular <laughs> on tinder <laughs> woohoo Wow. Okay. So, all right. Well, let's wrap this up because we, you and I could talk about this forever. And I, I love it. And I'm going to have you on again. Really great information to start thinking about. If you're a bit addicted to those dating apps, maybe start thinking a little yeah. bit more into it. So I absolutely love it and really have always just been blown away by your enthusiasm and also your knowledge. You really know what you're talking about. So for more information about love, dating, relationships and body language, make sure you check out Cartier's website, thelovedestination.com. Next time on The Big Sis Pod, been thinking about going on reality TV for your 15 minutes of fame? Well, you're going to find out the reality of doing this here in Australia and what actually happens afterwards when you're no longer in the spotlight. Tune in to our next podcast to learn all about it. We love Big Sis! (laughs) 